Hey, good evening, top fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry with another new face to our clubhouse, which is amazing. Obviously, we're going to talk about a team that's near and dear to my heart. But Kenny, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the clubhouse for the first time. Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. You bet, man. I've been looking forward to this all day, getting to just get some of your insights. And, and if this goes up on our YouTube channel, for those of you that are just listening to this, he's got a Dodger uh, flag in the background. He's got Dodger hats. He's wearing a Kershaw jersey. So, Kenny, who's your favorite team? I mean, it's, it's got to be the Dodgers, right? Uh, it's this small little hole-in-the-wall team. You know how they got little hole walls in L.A.? I think they're the, uh, the, the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh, yeah. You, you will be happy to know that I went to an Angels game this weekend and I found two Dodger fans. Not only did I take a picture with them, but when I was standing in line to get um, some ice cream, this lady wasn't saying she wasn't. I, I couldn't understand what she was saying. And she said something about the Angels. And I turned around. There's a guy wearing a Dodger jersey. I said, this is a real team without identity crisis right here. This team, not <laughs> yours. <laughs> Everybody in the line is booing me and the two Dodger fans are ready to go to Dukes with me. You know, it's like, all right, it's me and the two Dodger fans against this whole line. We're good. We'll take it on. They don't like us, but I mean, they're just visitors in our city, in our area. That's how I look at it. <laughs> well, like I told an Angel fan today that I was talking to when she found out I was a Dodger fan and, and she goes, oh, we can't be friends. And I said, why? And she says, uh, I'm an angel fan. I said, we can be friends. You got plenty to do. You got plenty of free time in October, but call me in November because I don't have free time in October. <laughs> She's like, oh, low blow. <laughs> that was good. That was clean. <laughs> All right. So tell me, how do you think the Dodgers have started out? Your opinion. So, I mean, I feel they started out pretty good. I mean, I know the media got a little scared when we went on that four game losing streak about 16 games ago. But we've won the last 13 to 16. We've got a 33 and 15 record now. So I think overall, I mean, our season started off great. Um, couldn't ask for more as far as our win column, especially when you look at our rivalries where they're at and the standings behind us. I think Giants are six and a half back. Uh, we're still three game lead on the surprisingly decently Madres or Padres team right now. Exactly. So, I think we've had a good, strong start. You know, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about the rest of the season because we only get better as the season goes, and that's been the last five seasons. So, Amen to that. So tell me about the positives. So as a Dodger fan, um, and I know that you're a diehard Dodger fan, so tell me the positives that you see in this lineup versus – or, you know, this team in this lineup versus what we've seen in past years. Honestly – I could go with the positives of, you know, having Freddie Freeman, Mookie, and Trey all together, actually leading in almost every batting category for each, you know, on our team. And in the league, for the most part, they're between one and three in standings. But, honestly, the biggest surprise is going to be uh, Tony Gonsolin and, um, I think, Anderson, <laughs> our two um, starting pitchers, starting pitchers. Combined 11-0, and I think combined they got like a 2.3 ERA maybe. I think that's around there. And, you know, they don't necessarily lead the league against strikeouts, but they combine 92 strikeouts, but that's only with 11 starts. So that is honestly my biggest surprise because I was really concerned with pitching in the offseason. The whole Scherzer being gone, which I was never really sold on him. He kind of like, you know, he had his moments. Um, so, you know, that's that's really my big surprise right now is our, is our front starting pitching. 
I could not agree with you more. As as you and I both know, we have a common friend and Mikey Bleeds Blue. And and he and I were talking about starting pitching both online and on the podcast. And Anderson and Goslin were kind of afterthoughts or wild cards. Yep. And yet Anderson's six and oh now. I mean, Goslin looks good. I those two look better than Urias and and Bueller, Bueller. do, although I'm hoping tonight Urias steps up, but yeah, I mean, those are great positives. And like you say, starting pitching. Yes. Right? Guys that can go deeper into games in four or five innings. Starting pitching. And not just that. If we absolutely need a closer, I, they're, they're very, they're very like, universal. We can put them basically – we can put them in the rotation anywhere, and I'm comfortable with it, especially the way they're playing now. So, yep. Yeah. It's, hard, it's hard to not be comfortable when you're 33 and 15. <laughs> right. I asked Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I think it's 16 and 32 or something like that. I I yeah. think they would switch us at any given point, right? That's why losing to an 18, an 18 win team yesterday that, with that loss, man. Ugh. I don't even ugh. listen, it hurt. It hurt, but like Mikey and I were talking about before, and I, you may have been on the live when we were doing it. Um, Craig Kimbrell. And even, you know, even if you use um, Gratterall or whoever you use, a lot of these guys aren't going to see a run, one run lead in the night because we've got a 118 run differential, run differential, right? So when we're beating teams 10 to one or four to one or, or six to one, you're not seeing that one run thing. So it, I wasn't, I wasn't happy, but I wasn't surprised. <laughs> You go on about the Kimbrel thing, but you know the thing about it is, with, I mean, I'm not trying to get off topic, but it's actually touchy because the Dodgers have actually, up until last night, it was his only game I think out of the last seven seven games, he's had double digit leads going into the ninth. You know, so and he get he's given up at least six runs. You know, we've given him the cushion last night; he didn't have it. You know, so it's just frustrating. You now I always believe in next man up. And, you know, and I know they want to say the Freddie Freeman error could have been the cause of it, too. It could have been, but the pitcher is supposed to put the ball in play so we can either strike him out, you know, ground him out, pop him out. And, you know, so that's why I believe it falls on Kimbrough. I don't really blame anybody else for it, not even the Freddie Freeman error. He shouldn't even been in that situation of 5-5. The score should have been 5-4. You know, that's, that's how yeah. I see it. Game over, exactly. So that leads me into my next question. I think it's too early in the season because – we're not even halfway through it. So I'm not going to use the word negative. I'm going to use the word concern, right? So as a Dodger fan who watches just about every game and or gets involved in just about every game, what do you see as a concern early on in the season? I mean, we kind of alluded to it already, but is there any other concerns that you see? Really, it, it is it is <sighs> Muncie as far as his hitting. I mean, like everybody on the team right now, for the most part, I think Muncie kind of flip flopped with, you know, balance. He's, he's looking like Ballinger did last year. I don't know if he just hasn't fully recovered from his injury, which it's looking that way. That's why, you know, we, I think it was arm strain, elbow strain is why he's on, you know, we, we took him off the roster for a little while, but um, really it's just honestly overall closing pitching is a concern for me. I know we only got 15 losses. It's early, but, we touched on Kimbrel, but that was actually my main topic is him because the thing about it is, you know, you got to like, hopefully as the season goes on, you get in your groove and, you know, he's, he's closed quite a bit for us already this far. And I'm just like, I'm, I get nervous and I hate to compare him to, to Jensen, but it's, 
I was watching the game last night and it was, I was like, oh my, I got that feeling back. Like, I just didn't trust him. I just didn't trust him. And, you know, the thing about it is he's got a 4.8 ERA. It's not like the guy's pitching five innings. To have that high of an ERA when you're only pitching a half an inning to an inning a game, that's just, it's, it's not acceptable, especially at the level, you know, that he's at. And you say early in the season, I understand, but I'm a, I believe in progress. What's concerning is what, you know, we picked him up. And with the White Sox, I think he had a high ERA of like a five. Did you know in the play? I don't, I would not think that the pitching staff would have confidence if this continues with him as my concern going into the playoffs when he has an ERA of a nine, a 9.08. So the trust value is, I don't see it. So closing pitching, that's my concern. That's where I'm at. Yeah. yeah and, and that's, again, we're going to have very few games that we're going to be nail biters, you know, but you bring up a good point. Look at last year where, we lost the division by one game. So if we lose the division by one game, which I don't see happening this year, unless a lot of bad things happen in a row, you look at it and you kind of shake your head and go, okay, well, we could point back to May 30th, right? When we blew a save there against Pittsburgh, or we could point to Gavin Lux's throwing error from second to first in Arizona, or Max Muncy's throwing error at third base to first in Arizona, like the basic stuff. And, and I love that you say that because, the basic things that were taught in Little League can make or break the difference on whether or not you get into October or you're successful in October or your position. Yeah, right. and it is. That's what it is, and that's why we brought him in. You know, we yeah. bring our – I think Friedman, you know, our GM and them, they've done a great job on building our pitching staff surprisingly. And like I said, you know, we talked about the positive is the starting rotation. I think – we were comfortable with our closers. I mean, I mean, our, our um, second back end of our pitching staff, because I mean, they were phenomenal last year at the end of the year. They were amazing. All those bullpen games. Yeah. You know how many of those bullpen games they kept us in and yeah. they even quite a bit this year, but it's just as of late, that's, it's a big, it's a, it's a big concern because we got to finish. We got to finish If We want to be where we want to be in October. We got to finish those kind of games. We have to. Yeah. Especially you can't, you can't get 24 outs. You need 27. Yeah, especially right. if it's below, you know, not losing the mediocre or below, you know, losing, you know, under 500 teams is just not acceptable, you know? Yeah. You and I think a lot alike. You beat up on the weaker teams, and then you have to play better than 600 ball in your division. Just beat up on your division, and the teams that are under 500, you got to take care of those and take care of business there, and then you can worry about everything else. I mean, our starting lineup, with the exception of Muncie being out, and even Ballinger alone, most of them are batting close to 300 or in the mid 200s. Like, just our, there's no reason, and everybody has at least 40 plus hits, you know, already this season. So, there's no reason why we can't finish games. You know, we get, you know, I, what was it last year, the year before last season? It was always there wasn't enough offense to help the pitching. Now it's just like, man, our offense is getting us there because we've been in a lot of comeback games this season, which I don't like that either. But we're too strong up front. You know, it's, we should be doing it. But now it's like our pitching's got to back them up now. You know, it's got to work together. It's got to work together. Okay, so now we've got an interesting June, okay, because June's on us. You know, this will drop on June 1st for top fans. It's being filmed on, on May 30th, 31st. So now we got an interesting June. So we got two more with the Pirates. And then we've got some games with the Mets, San Francisco. Obviously, we got Cincinnati. 
um, in that mix. But we got the Angels, too, and the White Sox. So we've got the White Sox that are playing for their division. We've got San Francisco. That's that's just a straight rivalry game. Angels, that's that's just a straight rivalry game. But they're playing for their division, too. And you got the Mets, who are the second best in the National League. Yep. What do and we that, need to do, or what do you think about the next 25 games? Honestly, we're, we've got 15 losses right now. Mm-hmm. And I touched about, you know, beating up the little teams. And I'm not saying, I mean, they're all professionals. I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be unprofessional and say that they're, you know, little teams. But the truth is, you know, their records prove otherwise. And if you look at that, like you said, you named off a few of those teams. Um, most of them, though, our average team, we should, and we should end up with, I, I see us at 25 games, maybe six losses. Cause we don't, there's, there's two, I think it's the Mets. Like you said, we end that 25 game run around. I think it's with the Braves They're They've been good against us for the last four seasons, three seasons. So, you know, I think those are going to be our toughest ones. And then, like you said, the giants, but I feel like the giants just things aren't going their way this season. And I've heard Mikey talk about it. We've talked about it with Mikey it's like, finally, it's not, it's just, I don't see them going in the same direction as far as within our division. I'm more concerned about the Padres than I am the Giants right now. But um, overall, I mean, 25 games, um, six losses maybe coming out of it. And see, it's interesting that you said that because I agree with you completely. So if we look, if we exclude, well, if we we include tonight's game, so we'll call it 26 games. We got two more games with the Pirates. We got four with, Mets at home, three in Chicago against the White Sox, three in San Francisco against the Giants, two at home against the Angels, and then three at home with the Guardians and three at home with the Reds. And then we finish off that group in Atlanta. So we've got the Guardians and we got the Reds, right? You got to beat those teams. Those are the teams that you just have to beat. And so, or, you know, or at least take two out of three from them, right? I like that, 19 and six. Okay, roster moves, what do you think? Any roster moves that you you don't like? Any roster moves that you do like so far? I think uh, the Pollock has been the move that uh, that's really affected us, batting, you know, as far as, you know, you know our lineup a little bit, uh, Pillar. Mm-hmm. I just, you know... He's been 0 for 4 lately. Um, I just – I believe he was a huge mistake as far as, you know, making that switch. I, I don't – that came out of nowhere, too. I don't even – I didn't even see that one coming. Me neither. That's really my biggest surprise right now as far as the roster moves. And then, of course, you know, we already talked about it, but, you know, how they – I'm going to give Roberts a little bit of credit, but how he kind of worked some of these pitchers into a starting role where they're being successful right now. Yeah. So. Well, well, I I also love the fact I I'll be honest with you I love Chris Taylor I love CT three playing every day because I think that he's an impact player more than AJ Pollock was gonna be yeah um but I I love the Ryan Perry however you say his name Perry never say his name right um the pitcher that came up Ryan and then Mitchell Grove I love these two guys that have come up and done spot starts for us and given us innings yeah. Right? Those are, those are, I told Mikey, I said, if you want to win a division, your starters at a very bare minimum have to have 50 wins. Your starters. Yep. Okay. But 60 is better because if you can get 60 wins out of your starting pitching, then that means your bullpen is only racking up another, 
20, 30 wins, right? And so I love that. I mean, you have to, you have to be 50 or 60 wins as a starting pitching. And I think we'll get there. Oh, we totally, I, I mean, I agree. Uh, we're on our way. I mean, uh, I'm not, Bueller's, you know, he's having his, his moments. I'm going to call them moments right now. He's just having his moments. But I don't, really don't think nothing's wrong with him. I think he needs to either have a sit down with Mookie. I don't know how, because Mookie had this psyche in the beginning of the season where he just wasn't comfortable at the bat, wasn't performing on the field. He just wasn't hitting. He wasn't doing anything. All of a sudden, he got it together. And the reason why I said he should maybe talk is because I think right now Bueller has it in his head. Okay, I've lost. I've given up this many hits a game already. I'm allowing like three runs within the first three innings almost every start lately, it seems like. Like, I just believe he needs to just, you know, they need to calm him down. I think maybe he needs some time off, you know, so he can just kind of rest. I'm not saying like for like five or five games or anything, but maybe like his next start, just kind of, hey, kick back, we'll put you in the next rotation. Let's get your mind right. Let you know that you're okay. We believe in you and just kind of get him focused again. I just, I'm not, I'm not really worried about him. Yeah. I, I actually, you know, I pitched in high school and a little bit in college. And I actually, when I saw him yesterday go in that dugout and fire his glove into the bat rack, I have to tell you, Kenny, you know, the first thing I thought was it's about time. Yeah. There's the emotion that we've been looking for because he's always so calm and healed. And even when things aren't going right, well, you give up three freaking home runs and they score four runs on your three home runs show emotion. Now you didn't show it on the field. Good for you. That's I applaud that. But you go in the diet, you fire your glove. If I would have been Dave Roberts, I would have went over and patted him on the rear end and said, Finally, there's that emotion I'm looking for. Now go out there and fix it. Which he did. I I teach my son. It's passion. It's not anger. But the trick is, is how is he going to turn that into his his game plan now? Like, put that on the field. That's great. I was glad to see it, too, because it's about time. You know, a switch has to be made. You know, you got to, you know, turn your light on a little bit. You know, and sometimes it takes that little bit. And like you said, Dave Roberts should have. Maybe he did. We don't know. They maybe had a conversation Look, kids, you're going to be fine. I like that. Now put that same passion on the field. Yeah. 60 feet, six inches away from home plate. Exactly. Yeah. No. yeah. So, so here's one final thought. I'm going to ask you a kind of a random question. You tell me what you think. So I was talking to a mutual friend of ours of, of yours and mine. And I told him, you know, we were talking about winning streaks and the Dodgers had just been on like a seven game winning streak and had it snapped or whatever. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And, and he said to me, he said, Bill, um, I rather win series. So let me ask you this question. Would you rather have a 10 game winning streak or win six series in a row, meaning two out of three of the series? I probably like, I would honestly like, I would like the winning streaks. Yeah. You're a winning I mean, streak guy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but it kind of balances out in its favor because when you really look at okay we've we've lost three in the last 16 games but before that we lost four in a row so it's kind of like a 50 50 so if you win your series you're still gonna you could still depending like you know like you said this 25 game you know the next 25 games i said six losses but i'm going off of the average we're at right now 33 and 15 so it's close to seven more like that you know half so it's like a like you know, I mean, we can't win them all. Uh, I still like the streaks because I feel like that's momentum. 
especially now we're mid-season. We're not, we're not close to mid-season, but we're getting to that point. You know, we're getting closer to the mid-season. It's like you, the more runs you have, I call them runs, the more runs you have as far as wins, you, they keep rolling over, man. You just keep building steam. And then if you lose, it's like a momentum killer. Yeah. No, I, I, it's interesting that you say that. I like your, your thought on that. I, my personal opinion is I'd prefer to have the series and I'll, not that I don't disagree with you. I love the winning streaks. I love the runs that you go on, but when you win, so let's just say, for example, the Dodgers win tonight, they win tomorrow. Okay. So they won the series. Let's say they sweep the Mets and then they go into Chicago and sweep Chicago. Every game that you have in that your word run or that, that, um, that winning streak is extra added pressure, right? A ground ball to second base that gets bobbled is extra pressure. I'd rather play with momentum, but without the pressure and just go out and win series. Like if I could take two out of three from the Mets and two out of three from the White Sox, fine, I'm four and two, you know? And so, and that overall gets you the same place without those pressure feelings. But I agree with you. The streaks are sexy, right? The, the runs are sexy. You love seeing a 10 game or 11 game or 12 game in those. So either way you split the averages, right? You do. It, you kind of do when you kind of break down your win losses. Yeah. Especially how, how we're right now. We're like, you know, it's right there. It's like a 50. We've won 50% of our games where we're at and we lost 50% of our games. It just, at the end of the day, it kind of could balance out to the same, but you know, like, it, you know, we're like one or two plays away in the last 16. We should have 15 wins right now, not out of the 16, but it is what it is. That's baseball. That's why you play the game. Yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm with you. I, I can legit count at least four losses, maybe five, that were errors that cost us the game or blown save or something like that. I mean, we legitimately could be 37 and 10 right now. I'm, yeah. I mean, there's a difference when you beat yourself versus getting beat. And the Dodgers are not getting beat. When they lose, half of those 15 losses have been them beating themselves, right? And so – that's what I love about this team. Yeah. And, you know, like last, like, I think the most frustrating thing is, you know, I think it's been six seasons since we lost to the Pirates at home. <laughs> I didn't like That's why I said I'll go with streaks because I was like, that's what upset me the most, even almost as bad as Kimber. I was like, dang, after six seasons, we haven't lost at home to the Pirates. We lose tonight. And we Danny, brother, you can't tell me that I didn't know that that nugget of information. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep. I just had dinner. It's going to come up or something, man. Come on now. That's awesome. All right. Well, Kenny, you have been fantastic. I love this. Top fans, this is Kenny. He goes by Dodger Beast. He is a phenomenal Dodger fan. And if you're looking for data, you're looking for fun stuff, follow him. There's a number of guys. Kenny, we got to have you back in the clubhouse when we got a couple of the fellows together to talk about rule changes or all-star games or anything like that. We got to have you back in soon. Definitely. I'm, I'm more than welcome. I really like you having me on. I was actually been excited for this. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while with somebody. So as you know, I really appreciate it, you know, looking out. So I've had a good time. Yeah. Kenny, you are welcome anytime. And if you've got things that you want to discuss or you feel that there's topics that you want to discuss, um, hit me up, dude, just hit me up and we'll, we'll put something together. There's, there's uh, we're going to do some pretty fun, interesting episodes that aren't Dodger centric, but are baseball centric with a couple of the fellas coming up soon. So I'd love to have have you on one or two of those. I've seen some of those episodes. Those are fun. 
yeah, trust, trust me. I'll tell you about one offline when we're done that we're getting ready to do. And I have no idea where it's going to go. I have no idea where it's going. I hope I know where it's going to go, but I have no idea. So we'll <laughs> see how it's rolling dice. But Kenny, thanks for joining us tonight. And you top fans, let us know how we did. Make comments, make comments on the site. Tell us if we missed something. Um, we're, we're adults. We can take it, right? Just don't tell us that the Giants are going to win the, the West this year because that we may not take, right? No. So, Kenny, thanks for being on. I appreciate you. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. You bet.